<clears throat> Hello, everyone. Before last year's Halloween show, I warned you not to let your children watch. But you did anyway. Well, this year's episode is even worse. It's scarier, more violent, and I think they snuck in some bad language, too. So please, tuck in your children and... Well, if you didn't listen to me last time, you're not going to now. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. I am your host, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today? Henry Gilbert. Christopher and Tiestum. Uh, I'm Dave Rudden, and I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. Well, finally, you came out and said it. Yeah, yeah. and that's a, exactly how I'd label you after your last performance on a Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah. Oh, man. Dave Spoiler, I like this one more, Yeah, because no, they didn't dedicate one-third of it to a stupid poem. There's nothing artsy-fartsy in this episode. In fact, it's almost too good to be in Season 3, which is still good. It feels so advanced, but again, we're talking about Treehouse of Horror 2, aired on October 31st, 1991. Chris, Halloween. what happened on Halloween in 1991? <gasps> The first ever Planet Hollywood opens up, and all the star investors oh, are man. there. Bruce Willis, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all that stuff. Pee Wee Herman is offered a, a plea deal by a Sarasota court for exposing himself in a pornographic <laughs> theater, and the Turner Broadcasting System cl uh, closes a deal to acquire the Hanna-Barbera Library wow. for $320 million. Wow. wow. Content is king. Way too much money for that garbage. <laughs> they got a good 10 years out of it. I yeah, guess I they so. got Space Ghost, which began Adult Swim, so yeah. there. They got I, their money's worth. I mean, in 91, I'd say Scooby was worth that much. Scooby yeah. gang. Can you, uh, did you read about how a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe is about to begin, oh, starting with a Scooby-Doo animated movie? Ugh. Called Agents of Scoob. Yep. <laughs> this is all happening. Yes. Wait, uh, before we get started, I wanted to get a quick plug out. Oh, Bobby, uh, we were on a show, the uh, It's Eric Nagel show a while back. Yeah, uh, great Eric guy. Nagel, E Rock Radio. Uh, he hosts the uh, It's Eric Nagel show, coincidentally. Uh, wow. XM Sirius, what is that? Sirius 206, XM That's good SEO. He sent us some Simpsons gifts. What? Including a bucket. It's a bucket. Oh, my a God. A paint bucket of... Can you tell us what those are, Bobby? These are creepy classics. They are Burger King toys from the Treehouse of Horror. Where did you get these? They're, they're one of the best... Simpsons toys, period. Why McFarlane, who mm -hmm. had the license, didn't make... Simpsons Halloween themed yeah. toys out the ass. I'm looking at Homer Kong from yeah. this episode. It's I mean, it's our next year's episode. 15 distinct toys uh, from the Simpsons Halloween. Wow. All the Simpsons Halloween specials. There's so many beautiful. good ones. And uh, Han, Chewie, they're all there. Uh, well, my favorites. Uh, I'll pass this around. There's so many great things. Thanks wow. so much, Eric. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I know. So, that bucket is beautiful. Yeah, Thank I, I got I to raid that after the show's on the recording. Radio. He should be on a future episode soon. And he Ooh. also got some t shirts. That we would like to give away to you guys because they fall just oh. out of uh, our size range. Hmm. Oh. Um, which is even me. Yeah, even you. <laughs> oh. Large and extra large, which none of us can wear. I'm a medium at best. Exactly. So <laughs> we want to give them to you, and uh, we're going to ask you to tweet out uh, tweet out a link to one of our shows with the hashtag Talking Simpsons. Oh yeah, please do. And we will try and figure it out. Please. Maybe live in the U.S. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be way easier if you did, man. We've got mad shipping problems. But we want to make sure we get these shirts to someone who can wear Eric them. Eric has a Burger King connection. I want to meet the king. That's my <laughs> next goal. Oh, yeah, they are in a themed paint buckets, mind you. Wow. I have no idea where these okay. came from. But this i got to awesome. take at least three of those. Uh, uh, well, you can see from the art, it's from the... It must have came out the episode where they met their old yeah. selves. Oh, like, that's where they uh, met their maybe Tracy two Olman years self. ago, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
That was a good, that was a nice little Halloween episode. Yeah. I, I still check in on the Halloween ones. I know, I know this show is often us hating on anything made after 1999, yeah. but... There's I, still enough uh, Twilight Zone episodes for them to... Uh, I, I know it can be a broken record, but the Simpsons Halloween of Horror from last year, an absolutely amazing yeah, Simpsons, really new Simpsons episode. Really was, I hope you yeah. watched it, Bobby. I shared you, it with you. You sent it to me. Drive. I did yeah. like it. Thank you. So I have a story to tell about this episode. Wow. Uh, it aired on Halloween. How great is that? How oh, amazing is that? the other thing I wanted to mention, because we keep saying when we do this show, I don't, we, we gave the Christmas special out, even though it's behind, uh, it's it's for patrons only. Because we'll never, ever hit another holiday <laughs> ever again. We were so lucky to hit Halloween on Halloween, Halloween last like, year and Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. And let's try and hit Christmas and it'll never happen again. I think again. In, in like a certain number of years it might align itself in some way. It has to. It, it will, like a bad leap year, but yeah. like, it, it yeah. might happen. But yeah. Well, it's going to be, what, like five seasons until another Christmas episode uh, appears? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's not have Halloween in late April, early May. So this could be the only episode of Treehouse of Horror series that ran on Halloween. On and the I, day. And I remember, okay, I was nine years old, it was 91. I remember uh, doing all my trick-or-treating, coming back and be like, oh, new Simpsons, how great is this? I could eat my candy and watch the Simpsons new Halloween special with my parents. we watched every episode up until maybe season four. What a magic time. The funny story is uh, my parents, uh, they invited some of their work friends over, and they had kids, and we all went trick-or-treating together. And they were a little uh, Flandersy, you would say. Uh. So we were all I sitting. Hear this... the show is cursing. Exactly, Chris. We were all sitting and watching the show together. All the kids were laughing uproariously along with my parents at all the jokes, especially the Mr. Burns segment, which we'll get to soon. <laughs> and like the parents of the the kind of Flandersy parents were just kind of sitting back in horror, and they made a few comments like, "You let your kids watch this." <laughs> so oh, I immediately I knew my parents have to be cool. Like yeah. they're uh, they're laughing at this, they're watching this with me, and they're letting me watch this. Yeah. So I have cool parents. Thank no. you, Lord, for giving me cool parents. <laughs> no, I remember this too that I was going trick-or-treating i was also nine on that night and yeah that we were uh, i was in a rush like i i like trick-or-treating all right i believe i was dressed as robin i think i was but um but anyway yeah we were just like we gotta end like it's gonna start soon i remember like probably being the kind of like anxiety-ridden child i was mm-hmm. at, intensely telling my mom like we gotta walk faster it's gonna start right can't miss the beginning we won't even hit record will dad hit record in time will he will he <laughs> oh uh, yeah i was 30 yeah. minutes ahead of time in front of the tv waiting uh, for this to okay, air see, yeah we had this memory i wanted to <laughs> yeah, get geez. all the candy i could before it started mm-hmm. but so i was doing it up to the last minute and i think you know now i think about it more i bet i did miss the first part and didn't see it <gasps> until but then immediately watched it again on I the th- tape i, I think God. that's what ha- what happened to me my mm-hmm. parents might have been taping it i don't have a good memory about anything else but it's because this <laughs> aired on halloween that yeah. I, I associated with trick-or-treating and that family who didn't like it and just eating candy and watching it and laughing yeah, with and my parents in just three years this will be pushed back to like mid-november because yeah. of baseball it's yeah. the pre-christmas <laughs> episode everybody <laughs> yeah the only other episode that I, it's the seventh episode too. It's only, so often the yeah. first or third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's only one other episode I can really attach to a specific date, and you'll hear that story on Lisa Beauty Queen Ooh, next season yeah. four. So yeah, this, great in that pageant. I love those pictures. <laughs> I, I really fear we're going to talk for 90 minutes because oh, there yeah. are so many jokes. This episode yeah. is, um, again, season three is great. I think this yeah. is above par for season three. This is, yeah. this is beautiful. It's the writer's unleashed. Yeah. I thought all of these were like later... Me Trials too. I totally forgot. Like, yeah, I think my mom had a good chuckle at Marge's yeah. thing of her <laughs> of her accepting like, yeah, you were bad parents then, you're going to be bad parents this time. <laughs> and she was really addressing the parents in the room with me, I think, who were like, yeah. oh no, what are we about to see? And that, like, as insane as things are in this episode and how, like, I, I'm guessing that the animation staff had to be to, to make some of these things. They do open and close the episode with recycled animation. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And in I, the end, some 
pretty bad recycling. Yes, though the season I think it wasn't until the season five one when they really got violent. Like oh yeah, kill the sensor on the I, air. No, that's like season nine when wow. they. But but no, I mean Ned's severed head. Oh yeah, right, Bradley Helper. <laughs> yeah, that's some heavy stuff. But it's it, also one of the, the last ones where there's a framing device. To yeah. all exactly. The there, I think there. Children, you can have one piece of candy tonight and save the rest for. If you eat too much, you'll have nightmares. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the family's going to have a bad nightmare tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three bad nightmares. I'd like to see that. <laughs> Just Nine just, calamities. From, I'd like to see that from the second annual Simpsons Christmas spe- uh, Halloween special, of which there are now twenty five. Yes, there is no treehouse. No, it, wow, it's been yeah. abandoned from the second episode. Uh, no, it's kind of how like Resident Evil isn't even in residences anymore. No, it's your, your globe trotting. But yeah, Chris, uh, season four would have the Halloween party. Season five would have the oh, night gallery parody, and then season yeah. six is just like no, no, no framing device. Yeah. Well, you know but, what this is? Well, but the, 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 I think it's different from an intro than a framing device. Yeah. This exactly, is a, as in like all the Simpsons are having nightmares. Yeah. It's contained within the context of a normal episode, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I love the Night Gallery intro so much, having never seen Night Gallery but when I, guess, I saw that episode. So the ne- next year is like the last chance they have for like 20 years mm-hmm. to actually like kind of dip their toes into what, you know, Halloween is like for kids and adults mm-hmm. and all that. As I, one of my favorite things in this episode that I didn't even really realize until this time is Lisa dressing up as that totem pole. <laughs> Bart pushes her over and the Foley work is just I was, wow. I meant to like, get that boom. because it, it's the exact sound a kid's cardboard costume yeah. would make. There is that amazing was, Foley in this episode, down to the candy necklace being eaten. Oh, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys, in the beginning with the graveyard, did, mm-hmm. Cajun cooking isn't dead. Like, yeah. I think it's more alive I, than ever. But some of these aren't even jokes. It's uh, Bambi's mom, Cajun cooking, Walt Disney, and Jim Morrison, who mm. is undisputably dead. I, yeah. I think it's a joke about how people go to his grave and like fuck on it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I was trying to write down what was on the grave and Mr. Mojo rises and then like I give up. This is, yeah. this <laughs> it, is all They're stupid. not jokes they're actually like real statements <laughs> by people. Did, did the first one have tombstones? No. no this was the first tombstone yeah. one. They get better with the yes, tombstone uh, jokes yeah, that's the what I was yeah. years. Did they do the uh, Halloween naming themes? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the first year they did it that's actually. Yeah. But I also like the the, uh, the Peanuts characters running by at the very opening which yeah. episode directed by Jim Reardon, which I bet we talked about in a previous Reardon episode, but exactly. Jim Reardon's student film at Cal Arts was Bring Me the Head of Charlie Brown, which was an amazingly animated, hyper-violent yes. Charlie Brown parody. It's on YouTube. Please watch it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, watch And Jim Reardon does the voice is on it. You but, have to uh, jump into that first the first episode. So good. Like I, I noticed how much else and I use this to describe uh, <laughs> describe companies bringing our wishes to life. Yeah! What is this thing? It is a monkey's paw dating back to Alal bin Abdallah. It has the power to grant wishes to its owner. Oh, yeah? How much? Sir, I must strongly advise you to not purchase this. Behind every wish lurks grave misfortune. I myself was once president of Algeria. Come on, pal. I don't want to hear your life story. Paw me! <laughs> Monkey's paw. It's become shorthand for like when we say you get a wish and it's granted the wrong way. The Transformers movies come to mind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is based on a Twilight Zone episode. It's not called The Monkey's Paw. That's actually a short story the episode is based based on. Yeah, it's based on a short story. By W.W. Jacobs from 1902. Oh, that guy. I love him. That's that's his URL. What's his name? (laughs) Uh, He's (laughs) www.jacobs.com. All right. We know he wrestled for W.W. Jacobs. uh, So there is a joke in here that Google failed me on. It's Lisa's t-shirt. Barely legible in like three shots. It says, her t-shirt says, I kissed the Balmoulajud. 
I kiss the Balmudlajud. Yeah. If you know what that is, let me know. I, it, like it, 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 I, I think it's a parody of the Blarney Stone, yeah. but I don't know what the Balmuj, sorry, Balmudlajud is. Yeah. Google I, I gave me nothing. I was going to try and look up where he said the monkey's paw was from, but I'm pretty sure it's gibberish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know Morocco that well either. But the Algerian let me thing, let me speak for a second. <laughs> you know Morocco mole very well. I do. But, uh, in Casablanca, and that <laughs> is it. Yeah. Our commenters have bailed us out before, yeah. so please bail me out of this. What is yeah. that thing that's on Lisa's shirt? You can barely read it. I feel like it could be like even a typo, but Jesus, I don't know what that is. It's bothering me. Yeah. I, I also the joke about Princess Grace. That's he's talking about Princess Grace Kelly, who, the '50s movie star who quit film in '26 to marry the Prince of Monaco. One of the most beautiful yeah. starlets. Way too cultured a uh, joke for for Homer to make. But yeah. again, it wasn't in 1990 yeah. from an old from an old person. Yeah, and it's yeah. also not canon because it's a Halloween thing. But uh, <laughs> actually, my quote of the episode. Happened before he, they even reached the monkey paw dealer, where the yogi he kind of like ties himself into crazy knots and I like do that, but I don't want to. I can do that, but I don't want to. I say that so many say, times you when definitely some, say it a lot when people do like extraordinary things on TV. I just say I can do that, but I don't want to. I think of that quite often though. I also love. Feel like they've done this joke eight million times, but that shop right over there. Oh, right. oh no, wait, it was over there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, like the customs officer, uh, like searching Homer. You must pay a fine of two American dollars. I was I was happy to get that reference. Yeah, now. I um, only get it now. I don't. Midnight, Midnight Express. Express. That's what it is. Okay, I thought so. And the music, the music, too. yeah, is the cue. Midnight and which Express. You, you know, famously parodied, more famously parodied in the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. Billy. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, that is shit. Billy masturbating to his girlfriend's tits uh, after being Midnight trapped in a Turkish jail. Midnight Express, a fucked up yeah. movie, man. That's like seven is. movies like that, by the yeah, way. Broke Down Palace. But this is specifically about a dude who gets arrested for drugs in a place where like oh this is bad jail this yeah. isn't American jail oh, this is really bad jail there's a Tiny Toons episode that references Midnight Express yeah. I'm wow. horrified Though, now and of course it involves a lot of uh, sexual assault and mm-hmm. but also makes, make sure to let you know that as a white man, you are better than the people who run it. Oh, well, thank God. I don't think that's the point of the film is just that. He like, yells at them and says, you're all pigs. You're all like, I, you're just animals. Like, he fucking does that. But like, that the idea that, like, the reason why you take those risks involving drugs, because you know what your jail time will look like yeah. as a white dude. Yeah. And then, yeah. You're, and then you're in another country and like, yeah, all, all bets are off and nothing you thought of applies and you will go to jail for 45 years. That is true. Mm-hmm. So then when they, they get back, they got the monkey's paw. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you What's pass a fire joke. I wasn't into that joke. Yeah, like I have it written down. Let me see if I can get it. It's only funny if you don't know it. Yeah, so, I think it's so. funny the first time. It's the, the, the Maggie. Like, there's four wishes. Maggie wishes for a new pacifier. Mm. It's a good visual gag. Doesn't make good for sound, but I do love this one because this brings in this segments. This is a outrageous oh. parody of The Simpsons fame. Which I they, love this even never, now. Yeah, I love they've it. never done this on the nose. But again, please listen to our season wrap up on Patreon and how we talk mm. about the phenomenon that was The Simpsons, the, the phoenix that rose within like three episodes. Bart wishes that The Simpsons will be rich and famous, and the comments from the people around in this restaurant are pretty much. The publics, the people who aren't interested in The Simpsons. By the start of season three, what yeah. people are saying about I it. I do love Marge's. My purse just exploded. Like, <laughs> I wanted that to be my line of the show. <laughs> I have like 50 lines of the show, so. Yeah. Yeah. The Simpsons. Right this way, please. Homer, maybe fame and fortune aren't as bad as they say. If I hear one more thing about The <laughs> Simpsons, I swear I'm going to scream. <laughs> At first they were cute and funny, but now they're just annoying. 18 bucks for this? <laughs> it's a t-shirt. What a rip-off. <laughs> man smart. <laughs> the woman is smart. <laughs> man smart. The woman is 
man, this thing's really getting out of hand. That is the greatest. Uh, that that made me laugh so hard. I do think about it. Say, this is really getting out of hand. It's when been, I see like like a Minecraft like yeah. thing somewhere, it's, it's been, but it's only been like uh, a year since Simpsons sing the blues. Yeah, that is so and great. they're acknowledging how shitty. It and was. they wrote that album. I know. They make the march as generic as possible. Like, what does it say? Hi, man, or something. Uh, like that? Yeah, that, but also that she is man. That's man smart, woman smarter. Is the song popularized by Harry Belafonte? I and knew it. I'd also say, despite what the Wikipedia says, the Simpsons Wiki says, this is the first appearance of the Gilded Truffle. That's where they go yeah. to. Oh. Uh, they think ah. it's a couple of sh- episodes later. Yeah, I think this shows that they knew this is why they weren't going to end up being the next Urkel or the next other yeah. Flash in the Pan. They were all they had self awareness and were already ahead of yeah. the turn exactly. on them. And yeah. I do love Get a Mammogram Man. <laughs> I, I, every time I watch one of these, I'm like, this looks like my Instagram. Instagram like three years ago. <laughs> uh, it is such a clever monkey's paw too of yeah. like, oh, you're rich and famous, but people hate you. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. It is the monkey's paw of like the writers and the producers. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah. Not, we're not famous and people hate us already. <laughs> uh, so Lisa wishes for world peace and I love oh, the, so the exchange good. at the UN between, was it Argentina and England? The Falklands. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about the Falklands, old boy. Oh, forget it. We kind of knew they were yours. <laughs> <laughs> One of two great Falklands jokes in The Simpsons. <laughs> The Falcons have been invaded. The Falcons have been invaded. There's really good. Uh, sorry, there's really good sound mixing when they're everyone's in the big peace yeah. symbol and they're singing. Uh, everybody get together, love yeah. one another, and it merges right into the the classic Simpsons alien theme. Mm-hmm. So anytime I hear that 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 song, everybody get together. I always, mm. almost always just tie it into the aliens That's theme. That's right, it's but like, Lisa's wish for world peace uh, paves the way for King and Codus's return, yeah. creating a tradition. One though year with, later. Though without Sarek the preparer. Too expensive. People of Earth, we come to you in the spirit of hostility and menace. Now, uh, let's be reasonable. We can resolve our differences peacefully. Ow. Your superior intellect is no match for our puny weapon. Gordon, <laughs> you've got to do something. What do you want me to do? I'm a baker now. That's my line of the who show. Is Gordon? Who is that? I'm a baker now. I Just love some the random line. background character. My 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 line of the show is your superior intellect is no match for our puny I'm weapons. Almost a, That's a, my line of the segment to be s- fair. Uh, sadly, yeah. I am arbiter of line of the show because these all count okay. and they should all get the jingle. He's got a board with an nail in it. Um, and again, this is all the Simpsons' fault according to the townspeople of Springfield or the world. This is all the Simpsons' fault. Before I was just bored with their antics and their merchandise. <laughs> now I wish they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great! God oh, damn it, this is gonna be such a long episode. But it damn really it, is. I, but it's like, a treehouse of horror. Like I no. do, I, tr- I watch these every Halloween now because I bought a bunch. Like it's yeah. Amazon uh, Video, the streaming service mm-hmm. doesn't have. They have like the first three seasons, and then the fi- the last three. Mm. Uh, who cares? But they have all the Halloween episodes packed together. Uh, and Kang and Coda, this was also, as they say on the commentary, the first time they realized if they need to fill time, mm. Kang and Kodos can laugh as long as you need them to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to cut it out. I had to though, cut it out. Though this episode, also this segment is. Full of ADR, like so many things where for sure the animators, perhaps in Korea, just were like, "Oh, I guess a mouth should be open here." And then they're they, when they get back, like, "Well, shit, somebody needs to say something." I did notice that their yeah. mouth is open, well, but it leads to funny lines. It so. does. It does. Here's another classic line. So we have the wishes. What do we have? Pacifier, world peace, rich and famous, and Homer has to make the final yeah. wish. I could not get this clip. Oh, the whole okay, thing okay. is great. I'll make a wish that can't backfire. <laughs> I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread. With lettuce and mustard. And, and, I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. And I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it? 
Hey. Hmm. Mm. Not bad. Nice hot mustard. Good bread. Turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little dry. Oh, bow the cursed thing! <laughs> what demon from the depths of hell created me? <laughs> That is such a great oh. joke because I feel it's kind of like the movie Scream in which the characters figure out the rules yeah. of what they're trapped in. Yeah. And so Homer is understanding like the ironic punishment of Twilight Zone episodes and trying to like get around it, but I, he still can't. Yeah, just if he's turned to a turkey myself. Smarter than, than Homer. I, I give Homer credit for being like, I shouldn't whisk for a sandwich restaurant. It can only be pain. I just want this one sandwich with nothing else attached to it. It still uh, sounds like a good sandwich, though. And it's, yeah. and sorry, I, apo- I like right Again, I apologize, guys. I hate that because I capture the sounds. I get to be the arbiter of the line of the show. But oh, this, go for it. It's more that like the entire sequence makes me laugh. This is my line of the show. <laughs> That's the joke. Kneel before my slingshot, puny earthling. Well, I guess my first wish is to get rid of those awful aliens. <laughs> I do like that. Drawing of Moe running with the board is never (laughs) not funny. When Flanders comes out, it's like, hey, fellow slave. Like, wow, they're very casual about their slavery. I was wondering what you were saying about ADR work, but a lot of this harkens back to some of my favorite Popeye cartoons, where there's a lot of action happening and people are... There's just a mouth just open muttering. and someone's yelling. It is yeah. weird how everyone is so blasé about being slaves. Like, Bart's reading the newspaper saying, we're slaves now. This sucks. And it's like, I guess, like, no, like humanity wouldn't know what it's like to be enslaved. Oh, and weird. then Ned just wishes himself a castle. And it's he, there's no irony for yeah. Ned's wishes. Yeah. Though, I going into the next section... I don't know why that I have, ending... I have to finish the board segment. Please do. Okay. I have a comment it about this. It seems the Earthling won, did they? That board with the nail in it may have defeated us, but the humans won't stop there. They'll make bigger boards and bigger nails. Soon they will make a board with a nail so big it will destroy them all. They <laughs> <laughs> cut out 40 seconds so of laughing. They're really mm. mixing up the Twilight Zone episodes. That's a reference to the Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. In I which, love that episode. As, that's a great episode. As, I watched that in school. Oh, me too. I yeah. actually read the, the, like, the screenplay in yeah, school or whatever. Here. We yeah. like, acted it out in class. It was weird. But, Dude, uh, if you have Netflix, watch that I'm shit. I'm the only one who didn't do that. For Monsters as smart as the Twilight Street. Zone is, like Rod Sterling can be a bit ham-fisted with no. delivering the message. <laughs> so the end of that episode is like, look at the humans fighting amongst themselves. <laughs> They'll soon destroy themselves because they're paranoid about communism or All whatever. All they had to do was turn the power out for an evening. Exactly. And, and so, like, that is the, you know, like, just underlining just how, you know, blunt the message can be in the Twilight Zone. So. Right. Speaking of Twilight I, Zone. I love get... when Kang does his, when he's saying that, he, like, shakes with bigger balls, bigger nails. <laughs> yeah. Like, the head shake is great <laughs> this... there. But why does that happy ending make Lisa scared? Every other one has a scary <laughs> Again, ending that would scare Bart or Homer. Why is Lisa I think scared? I think they get rid of the conceit yeah. after a while, because yeah. they're just in, in Did she wake up tales. screaming? She said, yeah. I had a bad dream, and she uh, goes to sleep in uh, Bart or the candy necklace to sleep with Bart. That that sounded bad. The Simpsons will be right back. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. 
And we all get cut in April. Is that just when companies are like, oh, yes. we our taxes. We yes. don't want people anymore. Which I have not even done yet, and I'm terrified. I can't wait to see how that goes. Yeah, be, we'll, we'll see where I end up on that. I, like, whether I end up with a gun in my mouth at the end of this week or not, depends on how <laughs> well, that goes. Man, do you uh, got money for a gun? Like, uh, uh, shit. Yeah. I well, I, would, I mean, there's always... You left-leaning hippie, do you stab myself? I have to fucking Elliot Smith myself? That's can you uh, uh, stab top. yourself with that Uncharted 2 limited edition? <laughs> Do you still have that? Yeah, you could sell that and pay you your bills. Probably file down that hoverboard and make the ultimate <laughs> statement. Um, <laughs> That'd be just like Chris Benoit hanging himself on his uh, workout equipment. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say his fucking championship belts. That would even uh, be No, better. that would have been better. But, Give a uh, Nobel Peace Prize you can pay yourself <laughs> on. As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> Threw away all those Peabody's. Had to make space. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. I wanted to segue from Twilight Zone into the Rod Serling. It couldn't be more on the nose. Oh, yeah. Almost every one of these Simpsons uh, Halloween specials have been Twilight Zone parodies. Presenting for your consideration, Springfield, an average little town with a not-so-average monster. The people of Springfield have to make sure they think happy thoughts and say happy things. Because this particular monster can read minds, and if displeased, can turn people into grotesque walking terrors. And did I mention that the monster is a ten-year-old boy? Quite a twist, huh? <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! So cool. So this is a parody of "It's a Good Life," yeah. a Twilight Zone yeah. episode, one of the best. You've probably seen it. If not, please see it. It's it's lit. It's legitimately scary because yeah. it is about a little boy torturing five people in a house, and it's inferred that they are the last people on Earth. Essentially, yeah. it's kind of like the short story "I Have yeah. No Mouth and I Must Scream," yeah. where one malevolent character is torturing people because that's all that he has left. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really about the terror of amorality. It's like, yeah. what if a child with no developed sense of morals yeah. has ultimate power, yeah. and it's yeah. just horrifying. So this was. I've done both on the show and, and in the, the movie. I was going featured. to say, well, if wait, you don't know what the <laughs> reference material is, I don't want to ever hear from you again. And Nancy Cartwright is in the movie. Yeah, you, you, so, okay. you have to know about. It this. Was, Please do on the on the episode. Bill Mooney is the kid Bill in the Moomy original one of Lost in Space, and he is in the segment in the 1983 movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pertaining to this show, Nancy Cartwright is one of the characters who's being tortured by the boy with ultimate She's power. Like a teenage in the daughter, I think. And it's it's teenage directed daughter. by. I feel like they must have cast her because they knew she was doing vo- like cartoon voices because she gets trapped in a cartoon. Yeah. Her yeah, she sent into the TV. She Joe Dante's yeah. version of this for the movie is to infuse it with Looney Tunes, yeah. and it's it's Joe that, Dante showing uh, that all he wants to do is Looney Tunes stuff. Sorry, uh, I, I don't mean to get off track. Well, but then I love a year Joe later, Dante. he did Gremlins. He yeah. did Gremlins, and he eventually did Looney Tunes and, back in action. And don't worry, this the is the better not, Looney yeah. Tunes movie than Space Jam. Don't worry, this is the segment of uh, the Twilight Zone movie where nobody died. 
So, <laughs> yeah, the, so the the Twilight Zone stuff is good, but it's like Rod Serling is just too on the nose. I I feel like they didn't they didn't do that with Again, future t- Twilight. We just had that argument with Brett over, over over Citizen Kane. Think about what was on television at the time. This I is know. fucking mind blowing, and it's yeah. still great. And he's yeah, only and really black and white. He only really shows up at the beginning and the end to sort of like underline things. Like, what if this happened? Wouldn't that be weird? And he's like, it, wow, it that sure happened happen a lot in the it? first three seasons. Yeah. They force him on camera, and he's like, I'll do it, but only if I can smoke. <laughs> I <laughs> love the pop when. Bart does the pop sound effect yeah, when yeah. he uses his powers is great. And oh, God! The cookie's on fire! It's good that you made that awful thing, Bart. It's real good. Oh, the way this is shudder like this awful so thing, great. This should have been my line of the show because. Uh, oh, good! Yeah, I just love this. it's good that Bart did that. It's great, but the the one where he Miss Krabappel knows instinctually she has to change the results. Uh, how she grades a test based on Bart's answers on it. Well, class, the history of our country has been changed again huh, to correspond with Bart's answers on yesterday's test. Oh, huh? no. America was now discovered in 1942 by some guy, <laughs> and our country isn't called America anymore. It's Bonerland. I like so, the contempt in her voice, like boner. boner land. Land. It's, it's the best read of the word boner I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, thanks, Marshall Wallace. R.I.P. So R.I.P. There's, there's two jokes in a row here that don't. If I must be overly analytical about it, I will. Bart but like Skinner singing. Okay, one. Why? Why would Bart be pleased that that Skinner is singing that song? I feel like he'd want him to be debase himself more. Two. So when he calls Mo, mm-hmm. Mo does get mad, but is Mo saying the stuff because he knows? Is he all just doing that because he knows Bart even wants him to be mad yeah. about it? I, mean, I, yeah. what, I, think I think so. so yeah. I don't know what you're talking about? Mo's <laughs> Tavern. Hold on, I'll check. Uh, hey, everybody! I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt, and my butt smells, and I like to kiss my own butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that to me makes the joke yeah. funnier. The wait a minute. I yeah. think yeah. Even in this universe, Mo is still clueless. Even yeah. though it's happening every day, and he he's kind of knows why he's doing it. You know. Yeah. The only weird I had not thing noticed that. that- that this is uh, included in the best of 138 spe- uh, spectacular yeah, right. as canon. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that bothered me more. But I was like, no, don't show it in the thing. That's not. That's a non-canonical but phone call. I had forgotten about it by the time that aired, yeah. and so that is su- that makes a clip show with the greatest joke of all time in it. If you've forgotten this happened, yeah. 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 And that wait a minute really adds a lot because it's inferred that like Mo has done this a lot before, it, but he's still like again too stupid to understand it's Bart. <laughs> Uh, it's the game. He's, I love the mumbling of happy thoughts. And I then, had noticed that before. Weirdly, the what the mumbling of happy. Yeah, because thoughts? I, I guess I was so like trans, trans, like I was so focused on that great joke that Mo says that like I forgot that. In, in, in the defense of the writers, I, I, I love this Twilight Zone episode. I love the segment in the film. It is basically a play that takes yeah. place in one. Oh, and, and yeah. like, it allows, it's like a bottle episode. Yeah, almost. it allows the Simpsons to bring all of Springfield into Bart being uh, the Bill Mooney character. Uh, and then the Homer football thing is also yeah. one of the greatest moments oh, in the show no, ever. I, I love this I want to watch Christy. Shut up, boy. If they make this field goal, I win 50 bucks. The kick is up. It's looking good. The ball is turning into a fat ball guy. <laughs> 
know what we say every time something strange happens. It's good that Bart did that. It's very good. The only thing I love more than a blue-collar Hank Azaria worker doing Charles Bronson impressions yeah. is Harry Shearer doing sportscaster. Yeah, uh, and that, that it's a good thing is right from the Twilight Zone episode yeah. where a yeah. bunch of very stagey actors are like, it's good you did that, son. It's real, why real is good. Why so uh, like obsessed about 50 bucks when he's the father of the most powerful yeah. being in the universe? But just Homer. Well, Homer's so stupid he doesn't know yeah. to not be nice. It, yeah, the, it, just the way he's yelling, like, ah! and then that goes right into more great Dan acting of the exhausted Krusty. It's just like, who, who won't let me stop? <laughs> that Boy, is definitely he, Brad Bird. I mean, yeah. we saw a similar scene in um, like Father Like Clown, yeah, where he's yeah. just down, downtrodden and just like you know, <laughs> just torn apart. The motions. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the, the conceit of the episode they're having a nightmare. It ends with. Homer reconciling with Bart, getting his body back, and then hugging and him waking up. Screaming. Did we get to the Jack in the Box thing though? So uh, him it, turning Homer into the Jack in the Box is what happens to yeah. the father in the original Twilight. It's Zone sort of like well. the last thing that happens, like the last horrifying thing. And the guy does not live; he just turns into a horrifying yeah. abomination. It's like, yeah. oh my god! It's not a talking yeah. head on the top of a Jack in the yeah. Box. And, but then the the thing takes the turn. They go to Marvin Monroe, which is like feels like late Marvin Monroe because yeah. he could be one of his is, very last appearances. And I and then it turns into a commercial that like I forgot about too. Yes. And, but you shared with us that of the thing. It like, is a 1967 I, anti-smoking PSA called "Like Father, Like Son," where it's a father and son doing a bunch of things together, and the father starts smoking, and the kid takes a cigarette out of the package, and it's like "Like Father, Like Son." Think I, about it, won't you? I, That's a joke they made on MST3K like 500 times. times. That's where it comes from. I never because. Henry Think showed that to me it. after yeah. you sent it, and like, I wish this worked better in audio because it's just, this is it's such just a spot-on parody. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm glad we're letting people know that, that this is this is a music. this is yeah. a parody of yeah. a commercial that you've never seen. If you want to watch it, look up 1967 anti-smoking PSA. It'll be the like father like son one. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I also it. did love the lines like I'm not nodding. It's just air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> and also maybe even love him. Like, <laughs> I know I wanted to capture it, but it's so it's so visual at this point. It is very visual. Yeah. The point the, my, I love this because this is all of a sudden this Halloween episode becomes the perfect cartoon. And The Simpsons isn't always a great cartoon. It's mm-hmm. a great show. It's very funny, but it doesn't. It especially now does not use animation to no. its benefit at all. Mm-hmm. And this is everything about this. If I have not expressed that, if you can't see this room, it is filled with animation stuff. This episode is a perfect cartoon. It's beautiful. Yeah. Jim Reardon did a really him, amazing job. I, I love Homer tucking him in with his teeth. Yeah. That is just great animation of the effort everything. involved. Yeah. And, and the waves on Bart's lips when mm-hmm. he is screaming at the camera yeah. is just like, that, that's, All of that's it. such and great I, yeah. extra effort. I think they're only like, uh, fuck the source material, fuck the reference sheets. This is the Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah let's make let's it as get, crazy as possible. It's like they realize like, oh, we have a person who Whose head is on a coil? Let's figure out some an- fun animation things to do with exactly. that. He gets hit in the head with a baseball. It makes it rock back and forth. He's on a roller coaster. It kind of like it is almost like a Looney Tunes character. Like yeah. boing, it, it pulls it fast. straight because yeah. it's uh, yeah. It only gets There's better. Some fishing too, I believe. It, yeah. it only gets better in in Homer's Nightmare. Mm, it, that's the, true. Great animation. I, it's one of my avatars I, actually. But yeah, it, just I, the I fact that like that Bart is the Bart's worst nightmare is loving his father. I love you, son. The conceit shouldn't exist, and then I'm like, well, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the only reason this should have a framing device and it works at all. For the second part too, I so it does it does. W- once I got a job, I came to under. Well, actually, no. Even at school, like I feel like middle school or high school is when I started having to wake up at like six in the morning yeah. to go to cl- to go to school, and I would do the thing Homer did on the show of seeing like, 
Oh, it's 4 a.m. Like that immediate, like sleepy math of, oh, I have two more hours of sleep. Go back to sleep. Like, Something great, greater about this job than I get to get out of bed at nine to nine thirty <laughs> and walk four seconds to my office. Ooh la la! <laughs> this is great, great burns already. Ooh, look at them, Smithers, gold brickers, layabouts. Slugger bids. <laughs> Little do they realize their days of suckling at my teat are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the meantime, sir, may I suggest a random firing just to throw the fear of God into them? Very well. <laughs> Slugger bids. Slugger bids. Is that an actual term? I. <laughs> they. This is peak burns. Like this oh. is the burnsiest burns to this. Point, anything so. they were holding back. Yeah, in yeah. A regular Homer, episode. Homer is knocked out for most of this. Yeah. Just so they can do more burns lines. This is all. I think they realize like now we can finally go crazy with burns and yeah. there's no repercussions because it's a dream. Hmm. So burns will just do whatever I, I, he feels. I, it's I like peak vision, evil burns. I have a vision that they were at a writers retreat and pitching this and like I can't not love it. But yeah. it has yeah. to go into a Halloween episode. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You know, Smithers, I've always despised the laziness of the common worker. Then I realized his spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. So I replaced the flesh, which is weak, with steel, which is strong. It's <laughs> so good. Oh, the emphasis it's there is so, so good. It's he the wa- greatest breakthrough in labor relations since the Cat of Nine Tails. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look that, that I The it's, Cat uh, of Nine yeah. Tails. It's, you know, a whip. If you see in BDSM oh, yeah. stuff, people have a multi-whipped whip. Like you've got the but crop he's talking about then... efficiency towards hitting a horse. Wait, or, <laughs> and, or animal. Or, or beating back, uh, you know, strikers, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or slaves, or yeah. whatever you say. But yeah, I... I love the animation of him walking through the beakers. That was such great, so like, good. old 50s sci-fi Man. stuff. And the scenes in the graveyard are beautiful. Like, yeah. I took avatars from that for the yeah. last three Halloweens. No, yeah. it, it, Reardon is at his best in animation-wise in this segment, I think. But oh, the, yeah. But the, oh, God, just the emphasis on which is weak. With yeah. steel, yeah. which is strong. Yeah. He, wants to, he wants to put it some uh, like a human being's brain inside a steel body yeah. so it can be a better worker at the plant. Uh, so uh, did you guys look up what an ultrasonic lithotriptor is? No. I, I know what it is from the commentary, oh, actually. You, okay. Yeah. I, I Well, I looked it up in the first round of it, then mm. it was in the commentary, but it is... Put your dicks back in. What is it? <laughs> it is a tool used to break it's up... It's penis It's a tool used to break up kidney stones <laughs> internally <laughs> so they don't rip out of your dick. How hard could it be Ooh, yeah. the last time Burns read the technology section of, of a newspaper, uh, uh, and, and those are want ads, which is where you look for jobs before Craigslist. Or... And I, I, I gave bored with a nail uh, through it the line of the show because mm-hmm. I thought that would be the thing we'd argue over the least. This is my favorite line or moment. Of I the wrote show. down like fifty lines from this segment. <laughs> yeah. I, I can give any of them line of the show, but please. Need to set this up a tiny bit that that. Uh, Homer is fired and has to go work as a grave digger with Burn- Willie, who's moonlighting. Yeah, who's not as, known as Grave Digger yeah, Willie in the he's script. He's the master of all turf. Doesn't matter where. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and that he falls asleep in a grave, and Burns goes to the graveyard to rob a dead body and steal its brain. I'm like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> and also the, all of it is great. Yeah, and, then, is awesome. and the Looney Tunes like transformation when he looks at Smithers and sees his great brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, like all he's this. A, is, it, it is a employee. perfect cartoon. In the every Booger way. Man. <laughs> Hear that, sir? No, I didn't. Who is it? Frankenstein? The Booger Man? Oh, the man in the bag, sir. I think he's alive. Ooh. Bed corpse. Bed corpse. Scaring Smithers. Satisfied? Thank you, sir. I love Smithers. He's like, it's the man in the bag, sir. It's the man in the bag, sir. They take Homer thinking he's a dead body. Oh, God, it's so good. Bad corpse. Bad corpse. Stop scaring Smithers. And the way Homer just like is is passing out, thinking like, don't. 
Like, and the, 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 like it's the most movement you'll ever see from Burns. I think yeah. outside of his like singing about uh, singing about his greyhound vest, he so, could barely give the thumbs up a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Here he is a bag with beating a, him with a shovel very so well. Good. And the Davy Crockett line, as I recall, is the one my mom laughed at. The oh, mine too. When yeah. we watched it, and just like I think that whole ugh. sequence, I was like, man, you actually have to be fifty to get yeah. any of yeah. these jokes now. He and just he, ripped out the hat. He rips out the brain, puts it on his yeah. head, and like, look at me, I'm. It's important that he's humming If I Only Had a Brain if right I, before that. He's yeah. humming a song from 1939 referencing a 1960s song. Yeah, that, like, just seeing that joke, it made me think, like, someone has to realize that having a brain on a stem looks like that. Like, how would you know? <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird... This is pre-Mortal Kombat, too. Yeah, yeah. Pre-Sub-Zero. And then right back to that, like, the bit about Radio Shack was hilarious, too. Like, the man at Radio Shack thought I was it's, mad. It's... it's Great lines, great animation, references to Wizard of Oz, Davy Crockett, and, of course, Frankenstein. Twitch! It's moving! It's alive! Oh, that fellow at Radio Shack said I was mad. <laughs> well, who's mad now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Listen to Harry Shearer do yeah. burns now. Uh, like it's, it's like he's lying down. He's trying so hard yeah. in this one, and... Then comes the first of actually seems to be a string of Johnny Carson jokes. Where oh, just like, right. Al Jean and Mike Reese, who are the executive producers on the show and wrote some of this episode, they're one of the they're two of the credit writers. Mm-hmm. They worked for Johnny Carson as writers for his show as joke writers, though they say they rarely ever met him. And I don't think they had a very high opinion of yeah. him because like this Carnac joke clear in the back next to back episode. episodes with uh, Carnac jokes. Yeah, and but it's yeah. all punctuated with off screen Eck McMahon. <laughs> but there's also no punchline. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if ever. that was them being lazy or just saying like the punchline doesn't yeah. matter. Geral- yeah. Geraldo Rivera, Madonna, and a diseased yak. Yeah. I remember listening to a like a podcast with Mike Reese. He would say like they would demand so many jokes from you and they'd be like, No, no, just ask us for five good jokes because they'll all be good. Mm-hmm. And then they'd write twenty jokes and like fifteen of them would be bad and they'd use the bad ones. Yeah. So like just just ask us for five good jokes and we'll give them to you, please. I remember they said a joke they wrote was uh, the the joke the punchline was the stray cats, the then current band. Johnny Carson had not heard of them, so he changed them to a very old timey band called the Alley Cats. And then when the joke got no reaction, then he looked at the writers like, "What the hell?" And they're like, "But you changed it." Yeah. They also had a joke where they said that the Karnak joke was Saint Elsewhere, and then open it. The message on Mother, Mother Teresa's Teresa, yeah. answering machine, and uh, that was, and they said that that got cut, and then they put it in their Alf script later. <laughs> yeah, I think Alf played a Karnak style character at some point. I remember yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, Johnny Carson technically still on TV at this point. Yeah, still he only on TV was, for one more year. Yeah, just another year. I but. think he was like the Leno joke we all told at the time. Like he's I not funny anymore. Why? Why do people care about him? I didn't remember it like that. Just because I, I don't remember hearing people talking shit about Johnny Carson. Obviously, I'm 11 or 10. I remember like my grandma saying, "Oh, he used to be funny." Like, oh, really? in the your 60s, grandma was yeah. that critical. <laughs> uh, but th- that this is how much Simpsons changed everything. It changed comedy on television completely. I believe the yeah. joke is like Millie Vanilli was arrested impersonating yeah. Timmy McNuggets. That's the next one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, Boy George. Oh, Boy George. Uh, no, wait, Boy George was scraping the barnacles off oh, his dinghy. That's right, there were two in a row, sorry. Yeah. Oh, the boy. I, can't, I just can't believe there's this much. But the, the show, the episode ends, Homer wakes up. Well, wait. No, oh, no, sorry, there's... sorry. Homer's brain gets put inside the metal body. And it's still incredibly lazy. It's, still... it's just a shitty, you larger made a worker. lazy robot. Yeah. And they give up on it. I love the lines first, like, oh, come on, it's 1145. <laughs> and then also, so good. And I'm... also that it didn't kill Homer, like, I guess I owe you a Coke. <laughs> I like I like Burns' lines, one trapped under the uh, giant Homer. Do you have any of those? <laughs> no, like, slight headache, loss of appetite. And his, and his thing like you cacophonous 
kegs of clit. That's a Wizard of Oz we, reference. We were at twenty three well. sounds. I thought that was a Lost in Space, like Dr. Smith. Uh, yeah, I guess oh, this is so, you should have too. turned off this episode a long time no, ago. No, no, listen, listen. And watch it. Well, so because all it, all it is, is, it ends with the Homer waking up from the nightmare, having has his, his brain is returned from by Burns, and he wakes up from the nightmare. Perhaps you're wondering why you have two heads. Well, my body was crushed, so I had my head grafted onto your, shall we say, ample it's frame. I didn't wake up. It's all a dream. It's just a dream. Oh, that's right. It's all a dream. Or is it? <laughs> still make music for The Simpsons? Yeah. Like, that is beautiful. Yeah, that it was... feels like there's less music, uh, at least up to ten years ago, they used so, less music. So there was so much here. One, as a kid, I totally saw the... Uh, even as a nine-year-old, I was yeah. like, oh, they're not showing the other half of his That's body. That's why the, like, the real and... end is even better, because it's the and, credit screen. Yeah. And then also, yeah, them laughing. Even in the second one, they're laughing at the idea of like, oh, you think this isn't continuity? I yeah. bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on The Simpsons. Don't forget, Dad. Tonight my class is having an all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner. Mmm, spaghetti. But Homer, tonight's our reception for Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands. Oh, I hate having two heads. <laughs> that could be a reference to The Thing with Two Heads, which... Well, yeah. I, I know what exactly it is a reference to. It is The Thing with Two Heads, okay. the 1970 film starring Rosie Greer, a professional football player, and Ray Milland, an actor of the 40s who had to be in this cheeseball 70s film. The thing about that movie, I sat down to watch it like, oh, time for a bad, fun movie. It's like 40 minutes of it is a car chase. I swear to God. Like, wow. there was an extended car chase that takes up a whole chunk of the movie. It's That'll strange. kill some time. Yeah. And the, the headline of it was... They transplanted a white bigot's head onto a soul brother's body. They, they sure did. <laughs> yep. And the walking scene of, I mean, if you watch the Venture that Brothers, ben that Carson? cartoon, there is a... <laughs> You're welcome. On the Venture <laughs> Brothers cartoon, there is a running bit of a guy who is the man with two, the thing with yeah. two heads yeah. on that show. Uh, but I also did love that was them reusing the USA yeah. Today joke scene from Homer Defined. All right, yeah. And they just, re, they just drew Homer with Burns' head yeah. over it. <laughs> Notice that, and yeah. it was so it was so Something sloppy. Spaghetti but, line is so terribly like yeah. synced. It doesn't look it, good, but it feels right. like they did it like a week before the show aired or something. But so I like, like one of those last of minute gags. Yeah. Like it would probably be rejected up to the point like we need fifty, we need thirty it more. It is seconds. almost like the uh, everybody loves Ned Flanders yeah. tag. Yeah. They do, like, the, that, yeah. do that joke again in yeah. a regular episode. It does feel like it was meant to end on or is it? Yeah. and then like credits, but they had a little tag at the end. But it's great. That was because a good joke. Everything about this is perfect to me. Yeah, I love yeah. Halloween episodes. I love The Simpsons. I love the idea that nothing matters in this episode. Let's this just be as funny just, as possible. Like, when unbridled, how yeah. how great they can be with no rules. I, I think you could you could somebody smarter than me could write an essay about how the Halloween episodes taught The Simpsons how to yeah. writers how to write for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you need as many jokes as possible. Yeah. Tell a short, tell a story as fast as possible yeah. in, yeah. in like eight minutes. Yeah. Unlike that uh, Raven one. Relax, oh, their cartoon Dave. characters. We can undo this next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot how good it got, even with the second Treehouse of Horror. Like already, that's like quantum leap over last year's one. Yeah. I'd say. Every time you get mad and you read something like like something post something political on your Facebook, like remember that Treehouse of Horror exists. And it's evidence that humans are beautiful. It's I love yeah. I love Treehouse. It makes me so happy with the universe. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking acid. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I like number one. Number two, it just like leaps and bounds above everything they're doing, even currently, like in '91. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. So, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, by the next episode, which is a really good one, mm. it still feels like oh, you slowed it down. Like this is not 
I'm not at the super high pace of getting a million jokes in a row. Yeah. yeah. So that was the Trios of Horror 2 episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, I've been your host, Bob Mackey. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. You can also read my writing at US Gamer and Something Awful and listen to my classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. Go to retronauts.com to find it or usgamer.net or search for Retronauts in your podcast device. Everybody else, what do you do? <laughs> oh, well, lasertimepodcast.com is the home to all of our great content, uh, like the Laser Time Podcast. 30 2010 our exploration of what happened 30 years ago 20 years ago and 10 years ago in a given week kind of like the history segment on this but in a full 90 minute podcast it's really great uh and of course i do cape crisis the comic book podcast and this is all supported by patreon.com slash laser time which is home to a bunch of exclusive talking simpson stuff including the first 13 episodes the, of the for, for the first season and uh the season two wrap-up special which is amazing and you definitely want to hear it i'm glad you got the good plugs out because <laughs> I, I, i'm so euphoric i've had uh, two strong beers <laughs> and i just want to thank the simpsons and the simpsons writers and simpsons fans because <laughs> these halloween episodes i never revisit them anywhere but halloween yeah and, and like yeah. doing that like oh, i probably should these are fucking fantastic oh and don't forget uh, yeah tweet out an episode of this go. with the hashtag talking simpsons Get a t-shirt and Pick you will favorite. be in the running for a t-shirt one of two t-shirts we're giving them away we'll post Tell some the pictures world. of it on our facebook you will see them there at uh Facebook.com slash Podcast or LazerTime Show. Put it in the search bar. You'll find Sounds it. Sounds right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next time with Lisa's Pony. See you then. Yeah.